Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be feeling welcome at the gym. Perspectives of regulars on newbies. Now, needless to say, um, many people find the gym to be an intimidating environment, um, usually because they feel like they don't belong, um, particularly those people that are newbies who haven't been to the gym in a while and maybe have that have the impression that as soon as they go in there, everyone in there is going to be looking, everyone's going to think that they haven't been there in a while, and um, it's sort of like going to a party that uh, where everybody knows everybody else, um, and then you just show up and you don't really know anybody else, and you wonder to yourself if the other people want you there or if they want the party to be theirs and theirs alone. Uh, myself, I've been uh, an athlete. I've been uh, into fitness for the greater part of three decades now. Um, <laughs> it's been many years, it seems. So um, usually at the gym or any sort of fitness environment or athletic environment, um, I do have that perspective of being on the inside and looking out. So I can certainly speak on that. Um, and others, you know, whether in podcasts or, you know, on, on blogs and stuff like that, have talked about what the feeling is like from the outside looking in. Um, and I can tell you, just as there are differing perspectives from the outside looking in, there are different differing perspectives on the inside looking out. And we can start in true empowering the opposition form, considering points and counterpoints. We can start with, you know, the, the guy at the gym or the people at the gym. It's not always the guys. Um, the people at the gym that are judgmental. The people that are on the inside looking out, you know, if I'm not going to tell you that there are no people at the gym that are not judgmental, that don't have that feeling of this is our party, why'd you show up? But I can tell you that they are not the majority. But at the same time, does that make you feel better? I don't know that it does. Again, this podcast isn't about making you feel better. Oftentimes, I've been told by listeners that it actually makes them feel worse sometimes, which I don't know what to do with that information. But there are certainly people who will look at you and judge you um, in a negative kind of way. And that's sort of the case wherever you go, right? Those are the kinds of people that might give you some side eyes, dirty looks, like, what are you doing in my space? Um, they might sort of be benevolent, um, but still sort of discriminatory in one way or another by helping you use a machine or giving you advice that you never asked for. Um, you know, one example that comes to mind could be someone who just like comes at you while you're squatting. And just tells you, hey, you're not going all the way down. You're not doing a deep squat. So you're not getting all the benefits that you could potentially get from doing a deep squat. And these people do exist. Are they the majority? Not to my experience, but I'm not, again, you can't pretend like these people don't exist. On the other side, in true empowering the opposition form, I can tell you, the people that I'm close with at my gym and, and the athletic facilities that I've been a part of, um, I would consider us to be more of the majority in mindset, although a couple of bad apples will always make us look bad. But the majority of us, uh, myself, of course, included, we understand what it's like 
and we want to stay out of your way and let you figure out what you're doing. And we might keep an eye on you, but it's not a negative side eye. It's just to make sure that, like, if you're on the bench press and you don't have a spotter, that we can jump in and help you out and then leave you alone again. Because the last thing we want to do is we don't want to interfere with your journey. Unless you ask us for help, of course, we don't want to interfere with your journey. And speaking for myself, as well as most of the buddies that I have, um, both male and female, by the way, it's not a gender uh, or biological sex type of thing. Um, we tend to draw a lot of inspiration from people who, let's say, New Year's Day, New Year's, you know, January 2nd, whatever it might be, they show up to the gym, they are looking around a little bit nervous, body language says it all, right? And they still go through their workout knowing that they feel out of place, yet they still continue through with their workout. We find it very inspirational because we know that you're not only overcoming a physical challenge of lifting weights for the first time or doing cardio for the first time or whatever it is that you're doing, but you're also clearing that mental hurdle of feeling like you're not wanted in a place, but still doing the work that you want to do on yourself within that place. I could tell you that we're not, when we're looking, if you catch us looking, if you catch me looking, it's not a negative um, um, sort of a judgment. Rather, it's just, it's so inspirational to us to know that, you know, it's one of those things where like certain people, uh, and I don't want to get, get all cocky and stuff like that here. So let's say certain people, when they go to the gym, they look like they belong there. If you catch my drift, you know? And for those people, like, it's not really inspiring to see other people who just seem like they go to the gym all the time or they work out all the time. What's truly inspiring is someone who is getting started with their journey, is saying to themselves, no more. I'm going to make healthy decisions moving forward. Even if the first few weeks, few months, it feels like I'm in a place where I don't yet fit in, I will one day. You know, and I one day I will be on the inside looking out. And when I'm in that position, I won't make anyone else feel bad about themselves starting their journey, their fitness journey. So from from that empowering the opposition perspective, there are a lot of people, I would say the majority of people. Have I done a quantitative research study on this? No, I haven't. So this might be somewhat biased. Maybe I seem to uh, be more drawn to people who are more positive in mindset, and maybe there are more uh, negatively judgmental people at uh, gyms and fitness centers. Um, but I just don't, I just don't see that to be the case, and I haven't experienced that myself. Generally speaking, what I've seen is that people, myself included, many other people like myself, who, you know, were inspired by people who start their fitness journeys not so inspired by people who kind of just are continuing their fitness journeys. Of course, that's inspiring too. But if you look like you live somewhere, it's not particularly inspiring to see you there. You know, so um, so we're inspired by that. And we're, we're there to help if, if you need us to help. And at the same time, like, we want to stay out of your way because your journey has to be your journey. And many times, unless there's some sort of safety issue, like I mentioned with the bench press and, and not having a spotter, and if you're putting on a couple more plates than like you might seem like you could lift, then we might keep an eye on you just to make sure that it doesn't land on your neck and choke you. Um, but generally speaking, if we don't feel like you're in danger, we're not going to intervene because we want you to figure this out. This is your journey. 
you know? And the people that are sort of more on the judgmental, negatively judgmental side, I would say they're, they're trying to give you advice, unsolicited advice, because maybe they just got started with their own journey and they're starting to see some gains and they want to feel like they belong, so they want to give that advice out. But people who've been to the gym and like around fitness, around sports a long, long time know that, you know, it, it's, it's an individual, it's an individual trip. Let's take squatting, for example. We don't, like, deep squats are great. Don't get me wrong. Deep squats are great. Um, but I, like for me, for example, I don't do deep squats because I have really bad legs. No Achilles on either foot. I'm also, at this point, not much of an athlete uh, at my age, um, and more with the modeling and acting stuff that I'm doing, I'm more of an, an aesthetic type of uh, person. So I might put a lot of plates on, so it, you might consider it to be ego lifting, but then when you see me squat, it's a quarter squat. Like if you were to see me squat, three decades of fitness and sports, and you see me squat, I am not... Not only am I not, am I not doing deep squats and, and destroying my knees as a result, again, at my age, I can't afford to. Um, I'm not even doing a half squat where it's, a, you know, a 90 perpendicular to, uh, to my shins. So um, I'm not parallel to the ground even. Usually my squats are quarter squats. So I'm going down just a little bit and I sort of try to stay aware of like what, what muscle contract, contractions are happening. And then I'll, I'll push up and that's the end of my squat and I'll do my, my reps and then I'll, I'll set it out. And, uh, you know, if, if someone were to look at me doing squats, uh, they probably wouldn't say anything because I, I probably fall into that category of people that look like they, they've been at the gym for three decades straight. But, you know, if I didn't look like that, I imagine people would come up and say, hey, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. If those people are negatively judgmental and just looking to give advice. But the experts, the people that have been doing this not for a few months, but for a few years and a few decades, know that there are so many variations to every exercise. There's no way for me to know what kind of injury you're dealing with. There's no way for me to know what, what you're working out for. Are you working out to, to lift the greatest amount of weight? Are you working out for aesthetics? Are you working out? There was um, actually in basketball. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a good basketball player, so let me not comment too much on the sport of basketball, but I, I do know that in the sport of basketball, uh, uh, quarter squats are encouraged because that's the jumping position. Basketball players don't usually jump from a perpendicular standpoint or a deep squat standpoint. It'd be kind of weird. I mean, can you think of any basketball player that jumps from that low of a squat? No, it's usually quarter squats that they jump from. So maybe you're an athlete. So there's no reason for you to do deep squats if you're a basketball player, I would imagine. Again, I don't want to comment too much on basketball. I know very little about it, except that one thing probably. So, you know, there's a lot of different factors, a lot of different variables going on. And we don't know, you know, what your goals are, what you want to do. But ultimately, feeling welcome at the gym has everything to do with understanding that, um, if not maybe the majority, I do think it's the majority, that's my perspective, but I would imagine at minimum there are at least a few people in there who would go to bat for you, who are inspired to see you there, who who want to see you succeed, and they're not going to interrupt your workouts, they're not going to you know, uh, tell you how to do things or what to do. 
They're going to appreciate the fact that you're going through your own journey and finding your own level of fitness and, and modality of fitness. And that's essentially how, how I would say you can feel welcome at the gym. Now, again, in true empowering the opposition forum, there are going to be people there at any gym, at any fitness center, at any sports facility that make you feel like you don't belong there. Um, so that's not, that's not something that just happens in the movies or like in, in, in like TV shows. Um, those kinds of people do exist, but so too do people who want to see you succeed, who want to see, you know, the best from you and who want to stay out of your way. Um, not because they don't like you, not because they don't want to be your friends, not because they don't, you know, they don't think you're cool or something, but because they know that your journey is probably going to be very similar to theirs. I had to, you know, the way that I figured out what worked for me is by taking mental notes of how my body responds to certain lifts and certain ways that I'm working out, which means that many of the other people that I, that I work out with, they work out differently than I do. And you'll work out differently than they do. It's a very personal, um, I would say somewhat even spiritual journey um, of, of connecting your mind, body, and soul and stuff like that. So we know that it's an individualized journey. And many of us, you know, I would say most of us, that would be my opinion, are going to stay out of your way and let you do your thing with the, with the understanding that we want to see you succeed. We want you to achieve whatever it is that you're there to achieve. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time.